0: Deconstructing. 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 Uh, uh, Just a blue ball hey there, friends and family and folks and friends at home. I hope you're tuning in on your couches and loved ones' laps. Welcome back to Daydream Farmers. We're going to start off. Ready? What's your intro? Mishi, go.
1: I am Mishi. I'm a local DJ, a creative, a dreamer, self-proclaimed fashionista, Ooh. and I'm here to bring it. We
0: love the fashion, we love the kimono.
1: Thank you. Feeling lively? Yes.
0: How was your day? How's uh? How's we went? We saw you on a trip. How was your trip? Yeah,
1: I went in the Caribbean and I launched my YouTube with a music mix that I did there and that was really the main goal of the trip but also I had a really fun like snorkeling and I played with some pigs in the Bahamas and that was a a different experience but I never swam with pigs before never swam with pigs never never knew ocean pigs was a thing but there they were and I was loving it
0: what would you say your favorite part of like the whole trip was
1: Yeah, my favorite part was hanging out with my family because I'm, you know, I'm 32 years old, and I'm one of five, and my parents live in Indiana, so we got together, and I hung out with my siblings, and it's such fun to, like, hang out with them as adults because it's kind of like your childhood comes out. Yeah. It's like, oh, I remember that about you, and, like, you give each other crap, and um one night we were going to the cruise club and i put on my sunglasses we were in the room and we had bottles of prosecco and i put on like music videos in the back i'm like this is dj mishi's club rules and i gave him all the rules made up about dancing on the cruise club and it was um do the shuffle i taught him how to shuffle always wear your sunglasses um but if you want to make eye contact with a girl you know pull them down do a wink and that'll draw them in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now just do, like, you, do you leave them down or you, you put them back up? Like what's, what's the after? Cause like there's you know, a, thought. There's there's you got to finish line this.
1: Well, you know, put them back up. But for me, I like just the sweet spot where you just can tilt that that it and you can make a little eye contact. And you See, I feel like that's up.
0: almost like a sassy grandma too. Like you bring it down. You're just like,
1: Sassy grandma, yeah, sassy grandma. or like sassy club goer. Either or the way, sassy and actually on the cruise, this grandma with a walker went into the club.
0: Oh, she's <laughs> slaying it!
1: She was the the who of the party. It was hilarious. So that actually might have been my highlight. I love that. I got pictures.
0: Yeah, oh, you got show me later. Yeah, so uh, relaxing trip, kind of like work oriented, or kind of like more family oriented, and. Uh
1: yeah so i've just been go 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 for so long um i have a day job i'm a project coordinator for an engineering company so that's like the logistical side the analytical side i work remotely which is amazing um so that's monday through friday the day job and then every waking moment outside of that, I'm working on music. So this was a trip for me to just let it all go. And it was great.
0: So now you you said your family's from Indiana. Are you originally from Indiana?
1: Yeah, I was born in California and then we moved to Indiana and I grew up there and then I moved to Chicago, which started the whole music scene for me and the house music. And then um, I've lived in San Diego, Guatemala, and now Florida.
0: Very nice. And we're in, like, you're settling here in Florida, obviously. Is this like your your permanent spot or are you thinking you're going to venture off somewhere else next?
1: Who knows? With me, I'm always like, go with the wind, see what happens. But for now, it feels like home and I really feel like I'm meant to grow roots here. And I can't say I felt that um, about like a lot of the places that I go. So it feels good for now. I
0: feel that. St. Pete is definitely like the art community of from what I've seen, the whole United States, Portland, Oregon's almost got it there. They're almost there. You got the Charlotte kids with, uh, you know, Asheville up there, but St. Pete's really just got it.
1: Yeah. And, everything, music, yeah. art, food, music, people like that's really what drew me in.
0: St. Pete crowd. The St. Pete family here is just untouched.
1: Mm, chef's kiss. <laughs> we love
0: them. So, um, you got any projects that you're working on right now because we just took a break we went down to you know the caribbeans yeah and what's your next project where's your next move
1: yeah so that was actually even though i said it was fun it was fun for me to make um this music mix video i did for youtube so mm-hmm. i launched my youtube with that and my um Personal project with music right now is going to destinations, really beautiful, aesthetic nature spots, and doing sets there. Kind of like Circle.
0: I that's immediately yeah. what I thought of. So
1: it's I've been watching Circles for years, love, and that's one song. of my dreams is to be on that. So I'm making my own Circle with what I have, you know, Set like
0: daydream, I'll farm it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that was really great I launched that. I made a really great Afro mixed house and coming from where I come from with uh, my music background, I really love the tribal aspect. So I was able to finally put out something that represented that. That's really kind up of and felt coming more to
0: home more to your roots.
1: Yeah, like i love all genres and as like an artist a creative person Mm -hmm. and i love just so many different things Um, but creating that set and making that the debut one for my youtube just felt really right so i'm focusing on putting out youtubes and destinations once a month and then yeah ambitious but also doable
0: oh absolutely Yeah. yeah so that that, that that brings up then two questions where are your roots coming from because you say you like yeah. all types of music so like where do those roots kind of come from and then i guess the secondary one is where's your next destination
1: Ooh, i love that so yeah i would love to talk about what brought me here in this spot here right now so like i said i grew up in Indiana i can't really say the music scene was that great there but what was good were, were the bars like, <laughs>
0: nice okay <laughs> if, you, if you
1: were getting drunk in a cornfield you were out in the bars so
0: i mean is there anything else to do no okay all right so i don't all right i don't don't feel too bold it is called a flyover state for a reason yeah
1: so there's the indy 500 um but so i got into the bar scene and um really that's where my love for music started Mm -hmm. dancing like i at the heart of it all i love to dance I, that is why i went out is to dance and know, at the time it just got to shaking that little shake the booty yeah like you got to get the yeah. shakes out somehow What's your favorite
0: dance move before we continue
1: oh it's definitely like
0: the booty the booty shake the booty, the shake. booty shuffle yeah oh okay absolutely
1: exactly yeah,
0: yeah. you got to just fierce, fierce <laughs> booty shuffle on every dance i like
1: the shimmy too a little
0: shimmy, shock yeah, a, little. shimmy yes. a little
1: booty mm-hmm. um but just whatever feels good in my body. And so going out into the bars and listening to music, I loved that. And then I just I was working in bars and I got connected with DJs and I was like, ooh, I love that scene too. And this was, you know, like oh I was I was going out at eighteen. So thirty-two, days. yeah. <laughs> Like, you know 14 years ago
0: yeah don't <laughs> so, don't, don't don't let's not age ourselves oh god I, I
1: can, own it. I can <laughs> own it yeah um so at the time you know the dj scene was still developing in its own way and then i got bored of indiana and i moved to chicago and that's when things like really took off as far as like my love for house music like yeah. i would say that is the root and the basis of my music taste is that house
0: beat. Just that. The, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And um, I was also working out bars there, and then I became friends with more DJs, and we were always going out to clubs, and then Chicago has big headliners go through. So I really got a lot of experience with different, different types of electronic artists in the house realm. And, um, and then my friends DJing as well, but I never thought I would DJ. That was something that just felt kind of untouchable to me. And, like they
0: DJ, I booty shuffle.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, like, you know, know, we, we work. we have, we we both have meet our, each yeah, other, you know,
0: we have a relationship. It's good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it, it was, it was good. Then I got, um, board of Chicago and, um, also part of my journey is I'm four years sober. Good um, you. Yeah, from alcohol. So that was growing up in Indiana. Alcohol was very much a part of my life from a young age, naturally. Yeah. And then in Chicago, again, the same thing, just in a bigger city. What is there to do other than go out, eat, and drink? Like,
0: it's, you know, like you can get some horrible debauchery, but like, was,
1: yeah, you know. we'll keep it at that. Yeah, like we'll, the we'll keep it off the streets, debauchery. you
0: know? <laughs>
1: yeah. So, like, the nature aspect was really missing from my life. So I really wanted that from the city life. I really wanted that. And I wanted to kind of just reset my life um, and reevaluate my values and where I was going. And I was working in bars for so long. Like I was burnt out on that. So I moved to San Diego, sold everything in Chicago, took my Honda Accord across country. And my mom gave me this little like plaque when I was nine years old, nine years old. That says follow your dreams. Yeah and um i have that in my car like driving to san diego i found a room off craigslist and then i immediately got plugged in with the local djs there and that started with going to sunset yoga on the beach i just happened to go across this like sign that said sunset yoga on the beach like all these people and then there was a dj yeah i was and there was a dj and i was like what is this like DJ on the beach yoga like none of them are drinking like this is amazing almost like our drum circle yeah oh
0: <laughs> we little touches it, little... you know like yeah
1: yeah like definitely tastes of that same thing here in st Pete, which is why I ended up here so um, yeah I became friends with some San Diego DJs and my life really shifted from experiencing music from bars into experiencing it into nature. So we did the beach pop-ups every single week and we would throw like big dance parties on Pacific Beach. Oh, I love this. Yeah, and um, again, in my mind, I was like, I shake the booty and they, you know, put down the beats. Mm-hmm. And, but the the uh, line was getting a little blurred, like, I would be like what are you doing or like be behind the decks or you know they were also producing so they were like show me their new tracks and um yeah so that was going really great and COVID happened and um all blessing in disguise i lost my job at the time i was a hairstylist yeah so i went from bars to being a hairstylist is that where we get
0: the lovely looks
1: i mean you could say that (laughs) And I was also going to school um, online for two bachelor's degrees. Um, I have a bachelor's in business sustainability. So environmental business and how to make businesses more eco-friendly and global health. So health on a global scale. And I was doing that through Arizona State University uh, online. And then right when I graduated, I lost my job in the salon and um, I had these two degrees, like. And I was like, what's season. happening? And yeah. the beaches were shut down. I was like, can not even go on the beach? Like, How do you shut down nature?
0: On? I won't get into that. How did that? How, happen? how do you shut down nature? How do, we, I don't how know, how do we go
1: down that road? I don't know.
0: Florida said, we're not doing that. We basically were like two weeks. Uh, nah, you guys keep that. The rest of the world will keep it. We're going to just live.
1: Yeah, on I know. And that's another reason why I ended up here. Um, so then at the time, um, my partner that I was dating, he also lost his job, and we were like, "What? What should we do?" And he was like, "Well, Mexico never closed its borders. Like,
0: Where did good
1: come? old Mexico. Oh, all right. <laughs> and um he, we sold everything. I sold my car. I sold literally everything, and we took our backpacks and went backpacking around Mexico during COVID.
0: That's that's the best way to spend COVID. I think I've heard yet
1: yeah it was like yeah. we were on beaches and villas no one was around like and it was literally where the wind took us like we would go to a bus stop and we'd be like that place sounds cool let's go and then one time we totally missed the stop and we, we went up to the bus driver we're like I think we missed our stop he was like he just stopped the bus and he was like just get off here there's a cool spot down there and it ended up being the- I love that I
0: just I need to get off here go.
1: yeah we like walk we're like okay we walked down there it ended up being like a beautiful gem surfing place on the west coast of Mexico. Yeah, what was it called? It was called La Ticla. La Ticla. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, that was like a beautiful experience. So we were were for seven months going around Mexico and we had heard about Guatemala. And uh, when we were in, uh, so we made our way to Guatemala and I heard about this place called the Eagle's Nest, which puts on events and festivals. in Lake Atitlan, which is the deepest lake in Central America, there's like volcanic mountains around, and they have a beautiful spot, open deck looking over the lake.
0: So I think that answers my next question of where your next destination to perform is.
1: That would be full circle.
0: <laughs> for full circle. For <laughs> sure. We're getting there.
1: Yeah, that would be. Um, the, the seeds are planted. And we get, so I get there and they were hiring an event coordinator and I interviewed and he was like, yeah, I want you to be the event coordinator here. So immediately I started working in Guatemala, putting on festivals.
0: Oh, I love this.
1: Yeah. From DJs around the world. So there is where I got the taste of totally different, like tribal, ethnic, but all electronic music. Also looping in live instruments, which is a big passion of mine. Um, In part of my long term, I think dream. I
0: think the e jams are probably my favorite. squabby doing the e yes. jams, yeah. I, all the electronic music industry, um, I think that's yeah. kind of where we're going to be starting to move into a little bit more. Like I love the whole electronic, but I think I want to add some more instrumental stuff.
1: Yes, so. and it is like that. That is definitely yeah. happening. Um, and so I, I just got exposed to so many beautiful artists, musicians, DJs, producers in a very short amount of time. And I was putting on, I, I did so much that I literally ran the place and I hit like the best sales they had ever had, like record breaking. And I made the best connections with people. And, um, I recently had like a, a deep horoscope reading and she was like, yeah, there were these three months in your life from January. 2021 to March or April 2021 that changed the, the path of your life. She was like, where were you? I was like, I was at Eagle's Nest. was <laughs> nice. I was putting nice. on festivals. And um, the first big event I did was with the, this DJ producer called Most, which I am now opening for mm. um, next month. So that's oh, good for pretty you much full circle. Um, and I had heard about him from YouTube sets and he was big there. And he's up there DJing and has, like, the flute and the drum and oh. looping in, you know, just, like, beautiful instruments on top of, like, electronic beats. Yeah. And I felt so free in that moment. And I was like, I want to share this. Like, this is what I want to do. And that's when I decided I want to DJ and now produce music. So, fast forward, I'm out of Guatemala. Well, I heard about St. Pete from Guatemala. I was... um at the eagle's nest yeah and i was like i think i need to make it back to the um, u.s at at some point (laughs) eventually yeah and um this girl was like you know what's really cool st pete there's like really great people there you know
0: what's the funniest thing i i went to costa rica i went to thailand and most of the people are talking about st pete i meet more americans who are talking about st pete than i do anywhere else the first american i met in thailand Came from St. Pete. I'm like, you're the first American I meet. How are you from my hometown? And like everybody in Costa Rica I kept meeting was talking about St. Pete. Everybody yeah. on the bus that was leaving to go back home. Saint
1: Pete. Yeah, it's just like a whisper in the air. St. Yep.
0: Pete, yep. St. Pete.
1: <coughs> it is, you know.
0: It was a secret, traction. but like now it's, it's not, worldwide. Yeah. It's a worldwide known secret.
1: <laughs> yeah, not so no secret anymore. Yeah. But Especially people are to now know here. about it. Yeah, like everybody, uh,
0: everybody you know, big and famous and like everybody's making their moves to make this the art community. I think it's going to take over.
1: Yeah, but it's such a beautiful spot to be in because it's not oversaturated. And I really feel like everyone has a place here. Everyone can let their gifts shine. If
0: anything, it's oversaturated with artists and that's nowhere near a bad thing. No, no. Mm -hmm. I think that it's just like, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's the growing, it's the mystery, it's all the beautiful parts of life. And um so yeah, this girl told me about it and I was like, Okay, well, um I'm gonna remember that and then fast forward like another couple months I make it back to the US and it had been like such a beautiful experience backpacking. COVID was kind of dwindling now, um and I was like, What am I doing? And I came here um and I visited that girl and we went to Halloween. Oh nice this I- year. I think this was 2022. 20,
0: 2022. That was a good year.
1: Yeah. And, or no, it was
0: 2021. Yeah. Krugman yeah. was uh, Krugman was there. That was a life-changing moment for me
1: there. Yeah. I've been at like Halloween now since. So I'm like, which year was it? Um, and so she took me around Benoit Park and then we drove to Halloween, and then I came back and I went to like this crystal shop here. And I just, the lady was like, pack your bags. You're moving here. (laughs) I'm like, like, okay, you say that. So I got back and as the plane was flying, I like look over the city and I'm like, this is my home. Yeah. 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 You just feel the calling. Yeah. And all from like Guatemala, which was from, you know, like Mexico, which was from San Diego, which was from Chicago, which is from Indiana. It's like all these you here right now. Yeah.
0: So, and then you said you started doing, you started getting your interest and started developing that in Guatemala. Where did the name Mishi come from?
1: Yeah. So that was one of the like bigger challenges I had was what is my artist name? Yeah. And um, my nickname growing up was Mish in high school that came out. My name's Michelle. Yes. So I had a friend start calling me Mish and it just kind of felt like it was missing something. Um, I felt like it just needed a little more punch. A little more oomph. Yeah. A little more oomph a little to it. to it. A little snap. And so like I did my first show and I did like this breath work here on the pier and I still didn't have a DJ name. And I was like, what are they going to announce me? I was like, it was always very low key, but I was like, I need to be announced to something. So <laughs> my first, um, show I was purple freckles,
0: purple freckles. Yeah
1: it was un- purple freckles un-
0: unknown dj name purple freckles
1: that could be like my like alter yeah if like, you ever
0: have a side project
1: yeah a side project purple freckles
0: everybody else has everybody has a masked identity or they're like i'm gonna do a side project not tell anybody with a mask
1: yeah purple Freckles. so we'll keep this one keep on it yeah <laughs> Um, and then I was like, there's like, I just don't see myself growing with that. I think it's cute. I really resonate with purple for a lot of reasons, mystic and, um, royalty. And then, um, freckles, like, I think that's something unique about me and they come out in the sun, but, um, yeah, it didn't quite resonate. And then I thought about mystic mango,
0: mystic mango. I kind (laughs) of like like that one. That was fun.
1: Yeah. So I like released, I think it was like one um, thing on my SoundCloud, or like made my SoundCloud Mystic Mango or something. Sure. And I was like, again, I just don't think I can not grow feeling. into that. Um, so on my birthday, um, 2022, I went to Mersif.
0: Um, okay.
1: And uh, he had an opener called, not called, her name's Rossi.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, her name was popping up on the screen. Rossi, Rossi, and I was like that. Why? I love that. Why? Like it just—it's feminine, but also like adds a little more because
0: it's got a strength to it, but it's also got like a softness side to yeah, it. Yeah, like exactly. a little yin yang, if you will.
1: Yeah, and so I was like Mishi, and I had this big epiphany on my birthday on the dance floor. Oh yeah, and I was like Mishi, and my <laughs> friend was like, Yes, you're Mishi. She was like, Duh, and I was like, Duh, and then um shortly after. I was just like thinking about what I wanted my unique perspective in the music scene to be. And I was like, well, I really resonate with the archetype of the divine feminine. And I really love dance floors. And I was like bringing the divine feminine to the dance floor. So that really is my goal. Okay, what does that look like to you? Yeah, so the divine feminine to me, she represents creativity, intuition. She makes things grow she brings that feminine essence that typically the music industry has is very masculine less than 10 percent of um there are less than 10 percent of women represented in the dj and production world it used to be three percent a couple years ago so we've upped it a little bit um so typically it's a very masculine dense i will i can
0: definitely concur with that doesn't help that i started you know like (laughs) <laughs> more of a joke into that one like another guy starting it but like luckily you know like at least on our team not trying to jump too far into that we just actually hired a female uh talent agent so like Lovely. you know it, yeah it, she's she's one hell of a strong strong woman and i'm I'm more than happy to hand her the reins but i can definitely tell you it is very aggressive cutthroat and kind of like yeah definitely more male mindset even like you know, no knock on her, but even like her mindset is far more masculine than mine is like, she's way more aggressive and cutthroat where I'm like, I don't want to, I like to, you know, adventure in and keep it more on that softer, like kinder level. And I feel like just in the whole industry, it's just,
1: yeah, I mean, that's the duality of life and that is the yin and the yang, the masculine, the feminine, and even both of us have both of that um, in us and so which one are you
0: fostering more of
1: exactly Mm -hmm. and which one do you naturally you know share and for me um i have been in my masculine most of my life um just having a job at a young age i've worked really hard for everything i have nothing was given to me feel that um and you know we i come from a working family we my parents worked i worked i was babysitting my neighborhood kids, like I've mm-hmm. always had my own money and always, um,
0: always started young, recognizing the work ethic and kind of like that, the value in the dollar and the value exactly. in like what you work and like the sweat of your, you know, the sweat of the brow creating what you want in your world.
1: Yeah. And I never really connected <coughs> that with creativity, um, which now I have, but going back to the funny connection the moment
0: that they like that hits not like, not to cut you off too oh, much, yeah. but like, you know, what a funny moment that is whenever you're like, you realize like the work ethic and like your work side and then all of a on your art side and then they crash together and you're like wait a minute i can make money off of this? this let's go possible? this is yeah this is possible this is, this is my dream yeah let's go
1: and it's that's actually the way of the future that is mm-hmm. the way that humans are going to evolve and expand consciousness is I, that's the that. only
0: way because they're investing in their passions Yes partially of my company. It's like, I'm trying to find people's niches and passions. And like, how can I collaborate with them and find other people who are doing those things to make their dream? Cause like, if you're not doing something you like, if you're flipping burgers and you don't have a passion for cooking, you're not gonna, you're not gonna enjoy doing what you do. And you're gonna be resentful of it. If your passion is, you know, like, I want to be a, I don't know, anything else, a painter, a musician, whatever have yous. Find that niche and chase it, and you're going to invest all of your passion and time into it and actually create something that you like and can stand back on.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like I've had to deprogram myself that, um, you know, going the artist's path is. has its own challenges, it is courageous in itself mm-hmm. because nothing's guaranteed. And no. we grew up in a society where they want us in the system, and they want these guarantees. And our, also our parents want to not worry about us.
0: They want you to be secure.
1: They want you to be secure, exactly. Yeah. And what is that what does that look like? That looks like going to college. That looks like, you know, getting getting a respectable career. Not being
0: too risky in the world. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So from a young age, you know, I didn't even think I was creative. I literally thought I was not a creative person. My sister was. She could draw, she could paint, she did photography. I thought my
0: creativity was a crime at, at a lot of my childhood. A crime? I thought, well, my, my household was very much on the mindset of like, we're not creative people. Like, there are artists who make it, but like, it's a waste of time. Yes. To go and be spending all your time whenever you could be reading a book to invest in yourself, to be doing that, 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 that. Art was not an investment into yourself, art was like a casual pleasure. And we don't have time to be pleasurable right now. We have to work mm-hmm. to make something so you can be secure. And, and that's was still always, how
1: people view it. That's
0: how most people view it. But it's yeah. like, there's such a therapy in the art community and like such a therapy in doing art itself, you know, you kind of like, it, it's an investment into yourself. And most people don't see it as that. I think that, you know, art needs to be far more uh, promoted in, in, like, you know, the school systems and in, in most yeah. everybody as a form of, of therapy.
1: Absolutely, Sorry, yeah. my mind
0: started jumping over to the side. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so we're, okay, the, the feminine and, so the feminine is that creative, mm-hmm. you know, force, and she makes things grow. Like, you you know, you give her an embryo, she makes it into a baby, things like that. And um, the intuition aspect. So all of, and then also like the female vocals, when it actually comes to music, I really gravitate toward those and the melodies. Um, don't get me wrong, I love my heavy-hitting bass as well. Sure. Um, and that's just the yin and yang. Like you have There's to have something the... about
0: that motherly touch to it that's just like that feminine. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I really like to bring that light and that intention. Mm-hmm. Really, those are my two words for bringing the divine feminine to the dance floor, is the light and the intention. And really just allowing people to feel free with, with whatever experience is unfolding at the moment. And we're all co-creating it together. And then that intention, I'm very intentional about what music I put out and the words that it says. Yeah, um, it's I know poetry. It is. And people, they're in a very, very vulnerable state, mm-hmm. sometimes under substances, mostly always dancing. You know, these channels are open. And even if they aren't necessarily thinking consciously about the experience happening with the lyrics and the energies yeah. going on, it still affects They're them. They're
0: very sensitive to what's going on. They're very open to other people and what's happening, the whole energy yeah. around it. They're like a sponge.
1: Exactly. So as you know, a DJ and at putting on events, and I come from the background of... The event production where i think about every little thing and how that folds into the whole piece so i'm intentional with the lyrics i don't use any um songs with curse words um i will say them myself sure. like sure. not on the mic but um in my day-to-day life but with music it's, I, it's I think keeping it, just... it
0: on the digestible for all
1: and i i feel and... like whenever i listen to songs with curse words i'm like it's unnecessary yeah like so for me, I, I purposefully don't use any um, songs with any curse words. And that's kind of just always been my thing, too. The so. point can
0: be made with a, you know, a little extra time in a thesaurus. In that what? A th- and with a thesaurus. I can't say that. Yeah, a
1: thesaurus. We'll work on that word. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get that. That's a tongue twister. <laughs> Um, so yeah, bringing, bringing that intention and that light and, uh, um, yeah, I'm just like moving that into all the things I'm doing and I've been so lucky. I've been, um, DJing seriously for about a year and a half and, um, I got my deck, before that, and I was so intimidated by it, I was like, I can't even look at this. It's so intimidating. <laughs> and um it was a gold um, special edition Pioneer 400. Ooh. And full circle, I just sold it. Yeah. And I like moved on from that because nice. I'm, like, I'm ready for you know I I have it's no know, longer nice big idea. and scary. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's on to someone else ready. It to... could be big
0: and scary over there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, but now I looked at that when I was selling I was like, I remember I was so intimidated by this little thing. And now the reason why I'm selling it is because it's not enough. I, yeah. need, I need more bells and whistles.
0: Oh, I feel you. So what would you get now?
1: Um, I have the RX3. Okay. Pioneer RX3. Um, so I love that. And then I also just got a Newmark mixture Pro Go. And that's for my YouTube sets. Very nice. So it's battery powered and then it has speakers in it.
0: I was just looking at one of those. Somebody brought it to a party the other day. Yeah. I saw them doing it and he was like, Yeah, it connects to Spotify and everything. It was like yep. Wi-Fi accessible. And I was yep. like, Bro, that's like a portable everything you need. Yeah. He 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 brought his USB but he didn't need it. I was
1: like, yeah. This is I need that. Yeah. Yeah, so I just got that, um, like going into everything you can get mm-hmm. when you you know, have a passion and when there's just so many amazing things on the market, like I have sound boxes, I have, you know, my decks, like really, uh, I am so grateful that I have my day job because it is fueling this passion of mine. And um, one day I truly believe it's going to switch over to be full time. And thankfully I do have both. And it's do you just have a goal? You have like
0: kind of a a casual date when you're like, one day, maybe around here, no more day job.
1: Yeah. Like um, that,
0: that that jumping point.
1: It is. It's that jumping point. It's that leap of faith. It's um in the tarot, the first deck is zero and it's called the fool. Mm-hmm. Because it's not really foolish. It's just it's that leap of faith. It's the zero. It's the everything and the nothing. So sometimes. Yeah so i'm not quite at the full yet mm-hmm. but that uh point to me is when my income with my day job because my day job is so flexible when my income with the day job um is met with my djing and yeah music
0: how consistently does that need to to be
1: um so really it's it's more about quality over quantity at this point for me so Quantity, yeah, like I was, I was doing, so for the past year, I did 40 shows, I track all my shows, I'm on 50, Very so I've nice. done 50 shows as DJ Mishi, um, and 40 of them were do we in we Do we count
0: Purple Freckles as one? Purple
1: Freckles was one. <laughs> <count> <laughs> one and her? only, don't we? She was, she was the one that started it all, yeah. <laughs> okay. And we left her at one. <laughs> we left her at
0: one, and then Mishi came over, and now she's at one to
1: 50 yeah yeah so um anyway where were we at with the 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 how many i've done okay Mm -hmm. yeah so now i was like for the past 12 months i've done um four four a month so once a week i've done them and that's really i wasn't doing once a week i was doing like multiple weekend um, or and then like off a week so i've been for the past year i've been really hitting hard hustling and like now I'm to the point where it's now quality and um, I'm so grateful to be at that point because yeah. it feels like a breath of fresh air and I'm also a music You're no production. longer taking
0: anything that you can get just to get out there. It's like, no, no, now I'm choosing, now yeah. we want, you know, much better paid gigs. You know, and like, I'm worth it.
1: It's not even... I've never done it for the money. And no, that's how I know I love it. And I've never made a decision for the money. Um, It's about...
0: It's a nice benchmarker at times to be like, is. okay, here's yeah. kind of like where they're valuing me and not how to play the game. But it's never really the point of making the music. It's exactly. still bringing out the light and the feminine to the dance floor. So we can check our booties.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's And feel free in our bodies. Exactly. Yeah. That everyone deserves. <laughs> yeah, get a little ecstatic dance in there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Ecstatic dance. So... What uh, what start, what started it was uh, when I was in Guatemala, mm-hmm. there was a huge ecstatic dance community and the festivals I was putting on the events were um, under the, prem- the premise of ecstatic dance.
0: I always thought that was a production, like whenever I came into the scene, like not even like starting the music production. It was like me as a vendor doing my tie-dye. I always thought they were production as in like this is ecstatic dance they're throwing on a show. Okay. What is ecstatic dance?
1: Yeah, so ecstatic dance is communities of people all around the world, the ecstatic dance community. Mm-hmm. There's pockets of it especially in Bali, Guatemala, in places that are known as spiritual places especially. Um so there are six guidelines that all ecstatic dances follow and anyone can put on ecstatic dance. Sure. Yeah. So, um, in St. Pete has a great ecstatic dance community. A steep Station on Friday nights has ecstatic dance. Roots to Crown, I DJed several ecstatic dances there. Um, but it is the framework of these six guidelines is what makes ecstatic dance. So the first one is, uh, um, I wrote them down because I want to get okay, them right. Okay, let's see what we got. The first one is be embodied. So that means no talking on the dance floor. All right. And that, that's an interesting one because... Uh, when we go out, usually we're talking to people on the dance floor, sure. and I really learned um, that when you talk to someone in on the dance floor within the side dance realm, it takes them out of their body. The whole point is to be embodied.
0: I I have an issue with that, and I think I might be following along these lines a lot more. You cause probably
1: like, are. I yeah. don't want
0: to. I don't want. I came here for this. I came here to have my own little experience. I don't want to talk about your day. Yeah. It's like if I want to talk about your day, we'll do it before, after, that exactly. time this week. I got you. Or on love the you. side. No, I came here for this. I'm yeah. sorry. We'll talk about it after.
1: Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So you already resonate with that. Yeah. So these are the rules. So um be embodied, no talking on the dance floor. Be present, no cameras, no phones.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: And what that means is that it really allows people, gives them the permission to be totally free, be crazy, shake that booty, whatever you want, roll on the floor if that feels good, sure. within that safe container. Um, and no, one's going to be filming you and no one's distracted on their phone. Yeah.
0: It's, it's the freedom of like, I'm not, I love that. I'm not going to be filmed. Cause it's like, I can just close my eyes and like,
1: I can wiggle. Yeah. Who knows? And when you look up at the DJ or the musician, you don't see a ton of phone screens. Mm-hmm. You see what's actually happening. A bunch
0: of people being present and in the moment, a beer here now. Thank you. Yeah. Ron Doss.
1: Yes, Das. We love Ramdas. Oh my Dass.
0: god, I love following him. Yeah, he's my he's my favorite guideline spiritual teacher.
1: Oh yeah, and like his uh, voice has been like mixed into some electronic Everything. music. Yeah, Everything. Alan Watts. I love the good Alan Watts. I kind of will mixes. go to
0: sleep with them just because it's like their voices too will just kind of carry me into a nice low, and it's like now my subconscious is absorbing this, and like if it's the last thing I was thinking about when I went to go to bed, yep. it's the first thing I'm waking up when I come. It's like. My mood is set for the day as I'm going to sleep.
1: Subconscious programming, yeah, yeah. You're on. You're on to something. We got a few
0: tricks over yeah,
1: here. Yeah, we do. You know,
0: <laughs> just for you folks at home, that one was free,
1: <laughs> no
0: charge added.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, so then we have be clear, so substance free. I do like that. You know, I support all medicines, mm-hmm. and I think there's a time and a space for whatever people resonate with. Um, this one just happens to be substance free and it allows people to again be in a safe space mm-hmm. to be clear to be a body to follow these sure. guidelines um, and then be consensual nonverbal communication. So with the no talking um, a lot of people also like to dance with people sure. on the dance floor. And so that looks like the universal like do you want to dance is this mm-hmm. and then if you don't prayer to hands you know, and bow and it's you. nothing personal no it never is it's just maybe i'm in my own moment and yeah you know i don't want to i'm or... feeling
0: me right now and i just want to yeah,
1: yeah exactly so that non be consensual non-verbal communication um be here and that is no shoes so grounded mm. grounded into whatever environment you are mostly ecstatic dances are in nature so that's yeah. very natural to like be barefoot in the sand. Um, but yeah, no shoes. And that's a fun one.
0: Oh, I love the stinky feet. You know,
1: we gotta, we gotta <laughs> yeah. shuffle
0: and get a little dirty.
1: There's some, there is some interesting <laughs> smells that come up with ecstatic dances. Uh, and the last one is brief, be free, um, dance how you want and no judgment. And most importantly, no self judgment.
0: That's a hard one, especially it with artists. Cause like we all have the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The, we discussed this earlier. I still can't remember the damn name. Oh,
1: it's imposter syndrome. Thank you.
0: Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, The imposter syndrome. And like people have that same thing, whenever they think about themselves singing in the shower or dancing on the dance floor or hell, even dancing at home by themselves. They're even got that self-conscious, like, I'm not really good enough to be doing this. Mm -hmm. And it bleeds from like the start of art to even like, you know, yourself where you're, and I assume, um, and even myself, when I'm doing tie dye, we've hit a certain level of where we, you know, we've, calling ourselves pretty successful in wherever we're at we're not top but we're not bottom we're not you know we're we're succeeding in it and still we go i feel like
1: a fake yeah i don't
0: know if this is actually me am i just am i getting too close to copying other people's stuff or am i like where's that line i mean, I, I, I feel
1: yeah i mean again the way of the artist is not an easy path but it is so rewarding and
0: it's almost akin to madness in some senses
1: it is yeah and that's a beautiful part of it like you know, Alice in Wonderland, that's a beautiful artistic piece. And exactly. there's so much madness in that. Yeah. And um, you do have to, like, think outside the box and really push the limits. And as an artist and especially creating something new, like, all of this self-doubt can come in. Like, when I first started um, in music, I was like, who am I? Who am I to do this? Mm-hmm. I'm some, you know, girl from Indiana. and But who, who am I not?
0: Yeah, it's from the start of like choosing the name, you're sitting here like trying to self develop a a character that you can be embodying and, and, you know, grow up with. And then as you start building that, you start noticing, is this me or is this a character or like, where, where do those, where do those lines? Is this my full Mm self-expression more of that imposter syndrome sneaking in on different sides of the aspect?
1: Yeah, I struggled with imposter syndrome.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Some tongue twisters here on this one. Um, Like I forget when it was. It wasn't too long. It was a couple months. Um, and I've really been just growing exponentially, and my shows are getting bigger. Um, my opportunities are getting bigger. I'm so grateful. Um, festivals and things like that. And what did I? Oh, I did my first festival and everyone said it was great where and were you i was at lotus gathering okay so it was a small one um but it was still like a big deal yeah and i worked really hard thank you yeah. i worked really hard on that set i practiced it i got everything dialed in and um i i did it and afterward i was just like i did horrible but there was no evidence in no that. there was zero because you and... practiced
0: it over and over and over and now you got an image in your head and everybody else is like, that was
1: fucking great. Yeah, they're like, you're like oh, I heard so great. that
0: transition wasn't what I needed. need to turn the game down a little off over here.
1: Yeah, like, you're, yeah. you know, you're just, you're your worst critic. Um, Always. But it wasn't even like, I listened to it over and over, and I was like, it all sounds great. Like, why do I feel like I did horrible? Like, mm-hmm. and then I, it was like a self worth issue. Like, I didn't feel like we're, like, I, like, it was such a big point where I, sure. like, am now like, okay, I did my first festival. Like, that's mm-hmm. a big point. And, um, I went down, like I said, this was like two months ago. I went down this whole rabbit hole of Ted talks on imposter syndrome, Reddit's on imposter syndrome and everyone that's done anything in their life has had it. And it's very common. And you know, like billionaires, like I was reading stories about billionaires that are super successful Mm -hmm. being like, I, who am I, who am I to do this? Like, I don't feel like this is, why are they paying
0: me millions, billions of dollars to do this yeah Is this they're paying me okay sure and same thing
1: or like like thinking you weren't good enough for it or mm-hmm. all this stuff um so it's very how do i
0: weasel my way in here exactly so who's gonna expose me one yeah, day and everybody's gonna, gonna just drop me you know yeah. i'm canceled now because like that one person saw behind the mask yeah the curtain was blown
1: yeah and i think that's what happens naturally as you grow into mm-hmm you know, next progressions of yourself, next levels of yourself is you're, you're learning that new version of you and yeah. you're learning to accept that person. And it can feel different. It can feel scary. It can feel like, you know, unfamiliar. I think mm-hmm. that's really what the feeling was for me is like, what is this unfamiliar territory?
0: We try to, we're growing up every single day. And like, it's easier to be the person a week ago. Cause like, I've, digest, you know that I've digested that person that yeah. whole day has gone through my head a few times, maybe. And like, I accept that person for all of their nonsense. Today's person, Ooh, I don't know what they're going to do. I have new decisions mm-hmm. to make. Who are they?
1: Yeah. And you know, not everyone feels like that, but I feel like if you are creating and if you are growing, mm-hmm. you're going to continually face these new parts of yourself. But, um, they're, thankfully, I've I haven't felt you know stagnation. Um, I haven't hit like a creative block. I'm sure it's coming. I haven't, thankfully, hit burnout from doing a year of four shows of four shows a month.
0: Yeah, that kind of blows my mind. I'm not like I'm on the other side of that, I'm just going. Phew. I try to, <laughs> I try to throw a show a month, and I'm blowing I'm blowing my mind out. Yeah. I'm trying to do a show a, a week, week, like ooh, and then you said a little bit ago multiple shows a weekend. I'm just you're like oh, geez, girlfriend. now. <laughs>
1: When Good you, luck love to, you, it, you know i feel you yeah yeah that it's been um it's been quite the journey i wouldn't it's been a grind in itself but um i love every second of it like when i wake mm-hmm. up it's all i think about the first thing i think about and the last it's thing passion i think about, and love yeah it is music dancing yeah events friends you know, <laughs> no. I feel you. I feel why are you. here today. Yeah. Well, no. you know, like, that's yeah. why we're
0: here trying to promote all this stuff and like you know create the discussion because it's like bringing yeah. more people into it because it saves lives. Like yes. it, it really does. Like you never know when you know. Even though there's a lot of promotion and like I like to promote the the option because um, I can't condone it obviously, but and it can happen at the, at the shows where people are taking substances. But it, and like. You never know when that bass drops and that substance hits like mushrooms or whatever, what i would have you or you know hell, you're sober and you just had a bad day and all of a sudden that one song came on and it just it it grabbed you because it's nostalgic to your childhood and it mm-hmm. hit something and you're just like life-changing moment there and then you go back to your friends and it's just like i'm, I'm completely new
1: yeah it's you, know, so refreshing. you never
0: you never know and that, that also keys into one thing i do like to share which is treat people as they are right then and there. Cause like mm. they aren't that person from last week, they're changing and they're new. So like yeah, f- that forgiveness and grace. And it's like, it's the music industry and the whole art scene really changes people. I never thought I'd be on the other side of it. I created a, an art piece and I saw one girl literally drop to her knees and start crying. Wow. I had to back up and go, Oh my God, this is a lot of energy. I'm not really sure how to handle this. I'm just like kind of backed up and watch, but it's like, I didn't think that much of it. I had my own looks at it where I was like, oh, "That doesn't look good. Like, I need to adjust this. I need to finish the sides of it." And it took me like 30 hours to create. But then, it made somebody cry. The funniest thing is, it was a mirror and a frame, and I had worked on all the whole thing. It fell over and broke that night after I like the my oh, I brought it out for its wow. first production. Like here it is. Some girl dropped her knees and cried about it. it was like, and then it broke. Wow. It was created for her only. That was the moment. That's yeah. it. And yeah. you never know where your art was going. Like yeah. How it can just change the lives of other people. So it's such an important project piece that you're, you know, like lifestyle and project that you're in involving yourself in and like chasing. So like, we appreciate it. Oh <laughs> yeah.
1: I know. And like, what uh, another like really important thing that this conversation brings out again and again is no one is competition mm-hmm. and everyone is here like for the same goals yes. and if they're not then honestly the people that don't align with me or are like yeah. my energetic match don't even come in my realm i don't even like have access Some, to that. yeah,
0: exactly somehow they just are unnaturally
1: yeah like you you draw what you are and yeah. so the people that i've been so lucky to be around and meet and collaborate with mm-hmm. and get closer with like with you now. Um, just we have that same passion and that same heart. We have the same hearts and you know, what's in heart art. Hey, there it is. (laughs) I like that. So, um, yeah and we can all relate to each other and mm-hmm. doing something different like we are breaking societal norms like these, this is a really up-and-coming time for our generation in the younger generations to do something different than what's been done people don't want to work in office nine to
0: five people don't no. want
1: that corporate hustle we
0: really realized that a lot during COVID as well it like it yes. shook and broke all of the status quo now all of us look back when
1: what were I we thinking make, like i can why make did we money from that? home no I can
0: self-create because I had nothing else to do. So what else did I do? I was probably self-creating in some way, shape, or form.
1: You always are, whether you realize it or not. Like Mm -hmm. I said, I didn't even think I was creative. Mm -mm. Um, And yeah, I just, I worked really hard. I put myself through college because I thought that's what I needed to do. And thankfully it was because I do have my job now during the day um, because of my college degrees, but it is it's allowed me to be this version of myself and have this whole side of myself that I don't know, you know, where I would be without that.
0: Yeah. I feel but like, every
1: path is different.
0: And I feel like, um, on the, every path is different. I love to see the, you know, the paths of artists kind of going on that collaboration. Like you were talking about how we can like, we're not necessarily competition to each other, but we are in some senses. And like I've been talking with and, you know, shout out to like Alchemy and, and Sacred Sessions and then a few of the other people that, um, are throwing shows. Those are probably the ones I'm, I'm seeing most closely related to. And it's, I've been talking with a few of them and it's like, we're not trying to necessarily collaborate where we're both throwing the same show yet, mm-hmm. but it's like, we're also not trying to view each other's competition. Like I'll go support their stuff and hand out their flyers and make their post like yeah. help them, but I'm not a part of their team. And maybe they're helping me out on some way, shape or form at them on the podcast, whatever have you. We're, The we're not necessarily collaborating, but we're not competing. And the only way we do compete is if I'm throwing a gas show, then I'm making you better by giving you inspiration. How can you be better? How can I be better? And then we're friendly, just keeping each other going. Mm -hmm. And it kind of creates our own little environment together. Maybe we do collaborate or maybe we just respectfully go my shows on this date and I'm doing this. All right, well, I'll change my idea over here. So I'm not doing something too soon after yours. And we can keep, you know, keeping the community on a happy go lucky f- level. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah, feel like the absolutely. collaboration is, is super important. So I guess I would lead into whatever you're going to say if you want to, or who are you collaborating with? Do you have any collaborations you've done or what you're going yeah,
1: into? Yeah. So, I mean, my focus has been on the local, um, St. Pete community. So I've, you know, just the shows I've done, I've, I've played Sacred Sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love Sacred Snow and that whole team and they're so supportive and
0: I love what they're doing with the sober community.
1: Yeah. Again. So that really relates to me. Like mm-hmm. she's offering, they're offering a sober container Yeah, um, I think it's for essential. like bass music too. And I feel like that especially is a unique, Scene. Uh, I love bass music, and it's also
0: hard for a lot of people to even get sober in this community because yeah. it's so saturated. And for people to kind of like help bring that in, i feel like it's a it's a kind of a nice. Yeah, you know, it feels good to be like, all right, all right, I want for this show. You know, yeah, and exactly. at minimum, try I'm not for this show, different. and everybody else there is not. So it's very exactly. supportive and easy to do it.
1: Yeah. And so like support that. And um, I would say my biggest collaboration within the community is called sacred city. And, um, yeah, it's my friends and I, um, well, it's been going for a while. How it started was Kirtan. So Kirtan is, um, mantras chanted over and over and over again in sung with like a beautiful band and instruments, um, in their ancient, um, Sanskrit from India mantras. And they're like light and love, Mm -hmm. but they're in another language and it's, it's like an energetic, like it unlocks something in you. So they've been doing that for years within St. Pete and have um, gained a following and a trust of people in a community. And then um, I was going to that, and he was like, "Hey, um, Thomas Waterman. He lives here in St. Pete. He has founded Sacred City, and um, we talked about doing more of like a dance party. And one of the pillars of Sacred City is sober, and the others are safe and sovereign and okay. silly.
0: Oh, yeah, of course, we have. You gotta silly. have
1: the silly in yeah. there.
0: It's no fun without being. So. I know,
1: like. That's at the base of everything. I want to be laughing all day long. Oh,
0: 100%. If I can't be silly, then am I being authentic to myself? Definitely not. No. No.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So um, Sacred City and we were putting on um, like dances, sober dances that were um, basically like our visions collided in bringing sacred to the city. So I was kind of like the city, like you know, I've played in clubs, I've played um, in different venues in you know substance and non-substance spaces, mm. and then we're, he he's sacred, and we came together and at Rooster Crown we put together a couple events where um, we had like themed, and I curated the whole beginning to end with. Um, messaging throughout my set and um i had one of my friends here meg that lives in saint pete shout out meg <laughs> sutherland um that she came out with the violin so that was my first time oh, having a live instrument looped into my set which was next level and um so we were doing that and now we did a really big um new year's eve party and had a headliner equanimous in and now we have in April, end of April. It's called Camp Sacred City. It's I saw in something about that. Wonderfield, and it's um, a sober Burning Man.
0: Oh, all right, word.
1: Yeah, so everyone goes. You you buy the ticket price, and then everything. There's no vending, no fees other than if you want to buy food. Um, and everyone sets up their own camps or tents and they offer something for free. You have to have an offering Mm -hmm. and whether that's, you know, holding space, giving a hug, sound, sound bath. Um, I also put on women's workshops in St. Pete and, um, we're going to be most likely offering our women's workshop within that space as well but you know offerings and then we have headliners and full circle from guatemala we have most the guy that inspired me oh nice we brought him in from guatemala um and that was a beautiful connection we have a again and we have Parangi. so they're more in the like tribal electronic music scene and they're really love, big with the big static dance stuff. community yeah so um uh, pirangi he brings in like so many instruments and like flutes and jittery,
0: jittery oh, I'm, I'm dudes I'm, I'm and so drums
1: there. and yeah. So I'm I'm doing the opening set for that weekend. So it's um, those three headliners and me. I told someone that, and I was like, yeah, we have like three global headliners and me. And he, mm-hmm. in the my brother, it was my brother. He sure. Goes, so you mean four headliners. And i was like yes there I it is yep
0: there it is
1: yeah and i was like you're right i am a headliner like yeah yeah i'm i'm worthy of being on that mm-hmm. um so yeah we've really grown with that and that's really exciting so like the sober burning man i'm also um going to love Burn, and i'm djing at two camps there. very nice which ones um Skybar is one so they have like a big scaffolding um in like the downtown area okay. and um i'm gonna be djing a set there and then camp cafe 22 mangled and they have a beach setup, very Uh-oh. professional sound system and they have like a whole beach area and i'm gonna be djing there as well
0: very nice hoping, yeah hoping to be out there this year
1: oh uh, i think you can make so it on my
0: birthday i'm trying to the 18th, we're, the 18th. Yeah, we're almost there
1: yeah <laughs> we're, it's coming up quick I yeah i know i know yeah so that's happening um and then i'm also now in these after hours with prive that does um like afters in tampa and i've done one over there and now i'm doing a techno show at synergy March or February 23rd with Oscar L. He's like a huge techno and tech house guy from Europe. Oh, nice. And the lineup is pretty crazy. I'm going to be DJing that and that's at Synergy. Um,
0: Where can we check that out? Where can we find that?
1: All that's going to be on my Instagram. um, At Mishi she,
0: M-E-E-S-H-Y
1: music. And then what I forgot to say about my name was um, when I added the Y and I was like, Mishi. And then I thought, Oh, bringing the divine feminine to dance floor. And then a couple weeks later, I was like, when you pronounce me, she, it's me, she, I am she. Oh, I love it. And so that was really like how I knew. Yeah.
0: It it does. It does spell me shy as well.
1: Me shy, which is, which is that little imposter syndrome. Just
0: almost like whispering its name there. And it's like, I'm still conquering that by being me.
1: Exactly. Yes. I love that because growing up, I was very shy
0: hundred oh, percent. I yeah. was I was homeschooled, so like throwing me out into once. I, I was it. also
1: homeschooled a little bit. Were you bit? really mm-hmm.
0: fascinating? Oh, yeah. nice. I didn't know that. That's a that's a nice little uh, connection there. Mm-hmm. But like you know, being homeschooled, it's you come out into the world a little bit more, and you're like, Oh, what do I do with my hands?
1: Yeah. How do I talk to people?
0: Exactly. I I struggled yeah. for a hot minute there, through all through college, just like, what what do I do? And then eventually, I just joined the the student government. Cause it was like, that's, that's what I know. I, I at least know, you know, something over here.
1: Yeah. And you know, it's finding your people breaking, breaking free of what you, the box you put yourself in. And yeah, I just love, I just love the ever evolving um, image of self through this well, journey. What
0: would you say that the, the heaviest box that maybe you're still cranking out of, or like you've already broken out of, or, you know, like both even,
1: yeah, it's it comes down to um my offering. So uh, I am in music production course mm-hmm. and I really feel like that is where um I'm going to also elevate is producing my own music. And uh, what like the biggest part in the journey for me about that was uh, even though I'm not producing my own music, I I'm still worthy of like being a DJ, I'm so worthy of creating experiences. Like when I first had Mishi and I wanted to make my Instagram Mishi music, which Mm -hmm. it is, but I wasn't producing music, so I didn't feel worthy of putting music in my Instagram name. And I was going to do DJ Mishi and I really sat with it and I was like, I want something I can grow into and I know my goals. And so just giving myself permission to be everything I am now and knowing that I have so much more to go, and yeah. I'm willing to grow. I'm willing to work hard, but allowing myself the success and the recognition now.
0: Yeah. It's recognizing I will be there. And it's almost like a manifestation is like, if I want to be there, I have to be there now. I have exactly. to absorb that. And if I'm not, if I'm too cautious and I say, all right, well, maybe it's just me, she, and I don't want to add anything else. Like maybe one day I don't, I'm not like reminded. It's like a nice reminder of here's my goal. Here's where I'm going. Yeah. and it's like stepping into that now
1: the now exactly like be envisioning who i want to be but as the version of me now so i do a lot of visualization mm-hmm. um like right when i wake up my wall is some logos of like different venues and uh festivals around the world i want to play so and then nice. a polaroid of me DJing, and then that plaque my mom gave me a follow your dreams
0: so cute
1: and i wake up i look at that and i'm like i'm uh, these are my dreams mm-hmm. and I'm doing what I can today to make that happen.
0: I have one that sits like right there on my wall. So as I go to sleep, it's like, I'm going to bed. I look at it, I see it. And then I'm going to sleep. And it's almost like, it's just like feeding down into what me. It's is like it? my remind. It's my list of 2024.
1: Oh yeah. Mine, mine is also up there. Yep, yep.
0: Yep. Cause it's just like, I need to be reminded of it. And it's like these, I put stuff that on there when I was writing it, I went on there and wrote like, I want this and I want this. And it's like, here's my goals that I'm going to be doing. And then I went back and I almost started editing them. The numbers down smaller be like, well, that's, Mm. you know, almost not retainable. And I went, no, you know what? I'm adding an extra number to (laughs) it now because don't, you know, I'm not like, excuse my wrench, don't pussyfoot around it. Go after it, you know, (laughs) chase after it. They may be unattainable. Thank you. Unapologetically chasing after it. And then the funniest thing was, is I wrote it down on like the new moon, the last new moon of the, of the year, right before, you know, it was like, uh, December 12th, I wrote it down within the next two weeks, that list already had check marks off of it. And I was like, I haven't even started. Like, can I almost get to the year so I can then be excited? Cause now I feel like I have to add stuff now to it, you know,
1: (laughs) that's what happens when you're really in your flow Mm -hmm. in your, um, Dharma, which is your soul's purpose is things that just happen at such a rapid pace that like, yeah, like, also, I wrote down my 2024 list and within the first week I was already getting, um, i already gotten booked for, um, so, someone I wanted to play for. I love it. And I was like, this is so crazy. Yep. Like it just happens so quick and mm-hmm. yeah. So great.
0: So, so what, um, I guess, I don't know if you ever answered it. What would be one of the boxes besides the imposter syndrome that we've been breaking out of? And then is there anything that you're kind of like, you know? almost to humanize the whole experience. What is something that you're struggling with now in, in,
1: in this artist period, like
0: in dot, 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 where applied.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, going to these questions, the thing, one of the things that I struggle with is, um, are you willing to make crappy art and, uh, for me, I know that, uh, where I am now with like my mixes and stuff like that, like I'm still growing, I'm still learning. Um, and I've still put it out there and I know this is where I am now mm-hmm. and I still sometimes struggle. I'm like, Oh, this could be perfect. But what is perfect? Perfect doesn't exist.
0: Who just, who's defining crappy art? Is it me defining my own art? Or is yes, it,
1: this is about, is yeah, it my, exactly. the opinion
0: of others? Cause I've created stuff that I'm super proud of and most yeah. people just kind of like shrug at. It. And then there's stuff that it's like, I'm not going to charge a lot for that tie dye. I, I don't like it. And then somebody just runs across the room to come get it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like
0: yeah.
1: what people trash, what some people see trash and mm-hmm. other sees is gems or what is the saying?
0: Uh, another man's trash is one man's treasure treasure. Yeah, yep. exactly.
1: So the thing that I, um, like, Still, constantly remind myself is that I can't chase perfection because that doesn't exist. Mm -mm. And to put out things, destroy you
0: so fast too.
1: I put out something if it's ninety percent, because if I'm going to just sit there and nitpick it Mm -hmm. for hours and hours and try and get that extra ten percent, I'm wasting time where I could just move on to the next project. So that's a constant thing about like just saying when or knowing when to say when Mm -hmm. and moving on. And being willing to put out something that is... uh,
0: Good enough.
1: Good enough. They
0: even say it in therapy. They're even keying it in because I love studying therapy. And it's like, I'm going through my own little therapy book right now, doing my own self-healing because depression comes on during a lot of of doing all of these things. It's Mm -hmm. bitch. Can't get out of bed sometimes. And uh, one of the things that they were saying is like, good enough parenting. A good enough friend. Because there's nobody who's out there who's perfect. Yeah. And it's like, good enough.
1: Exactly, and remembering that everyone is doing the best they can, including yourself. Mm -hmm. And I remind myself that all the time. Yeah, and forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to quick go over these um, because I feel like for the listeners, we're dreamers, we're artists, we're Mm -hmm. creatives, and I found this on Instagram recently, and there are nine questions. Artists of all kinds need to ask themselves. And these really helped me in my perspective and Mm -hmm. helped me um, just in my path. So the first one is, are you willing to be seen?
0: Powerful. Are you willing to get on stage in a sense? Yeah. Yeah,
1: Are you willing to be seen? Are you willing? Whatever that means.
0: Yeah.
1: Are you willing to be misunderstood? This one's big. Because not everyone's going to understand you and that's okay. I feel
0: like nobody fully like do you even understand yourself? How are None they going to understand you if you can't even quite diagnose who you are? You're still self-experimenting and self-creating. Yeah. How are they going to?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, And you can't please everyone and no. neither should you try. Um, because I realize that the more you rise and the more light you are, there are people that want to dim you down mm-hmm. and people are always going to have an opinion about something and you're not for everyone. And I don't want to be for everyone.
0: No. The best comedians are the ones who are just you know, as we've said, unapologetically authentic.
1: Yes, exactly. Authenticity. We haven't really talked about that, but that is like huge.
0: Sure. Yeah. Okay. Unapologetically, whatever, but unapologetically authentic. Authentic, I will refuse to be anything besides.
1: What's true to me right now. Yeah. 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 Uh, Are you willing to make some crappy art? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Background. Are you willing to admit you're quite good at this? Giving yourself that validation, Mm -hmm. you know, like, wow. Having yourself on the back. Yeah. Like when I was struggling with my first festival set and then I was like, okay, I'm going through imposter syndrome. Like, these are all very normal things to be feeling. And wow, mm-hmm. I gave myself permission to feel them. And then I was like, I gave myself permission to be good. Like my yeah. set was good. Yeah. I'm proud of that. And so, you know, giving yourself permission. Are you willing to prioritize small steps over big steps?
0: Ooh, this that's is a good big one. Yeah. yeah. I find myself sitting at home a lot of times and it's like, some of those days, like, you know, if I have a, a string of depression, it's like it allowing yourself to be like, I only can accomplish today. Today's not one of those days that I accomplish major steps. And a lot of times, like, I won't want to start a project or do it unless I can do, 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 do steps about it. And it's like, how do you get through it? You take one bite of elephant. yeah, One little bite. We're not trying to shove the whole leg in our mouth.
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's a funny analysis. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> eating the leg of an elephant. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, are you willing to pick yourself before anyone else recognizes your worth? Mm. Believing in yourself first. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because a lot of people don't get noticed. They're still, you know, waiting tables in Hollywood, if you will. You know, mm-hmm. are they going to quit and, or are they going to keep chasing their dream?
1: Yeah, exactly. Nothing's guaranteed, but what else would we be doing?
0: And what's cool about it is you may never be, you know, you may never be the star of the show at at where your image of, you know, perfection, if you will, is you may never be that big star of the show, but guess what? You impacted those people in your community. Mm -hmm. A huge amount because you were personal to them. You weren't able to get huge and be impersonal where you can't meet all the fans and stuff like that, but you changed the lives of more people by being, you know, even maybe smaller than that because you're changing your community rather than just yeah. like, you know, trying to tackle the world, if you will.
1: Yeah, that's great. I feel like I'm going to read you. <laughs> no, this is co-creation, there collaboration. huh. Um, This is great. Okay, are you willing to claim the title of artist? I feel like I didn't even think I was an artist for a while, you I know. Feel like
0: everyone is.
1: Everyone is. Everyone is. Absolutely. They just, they don't
0: want to. Claim it. claim it. Are yeah. you
1: willing to claim it? That's
0: fast. That's a good one.
1: Are you willing to ruffle feathers?
0: Oh yeah. That's a hard <laughs> oh one. yeah,
1: we know that one. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> trying to please everybody in the community, trying to please the other promoters and the other agents and the yada yada and trying to make sure that everybody's happy. It's not attainable.
1: Yeah, exactly. No. And you know, you're doing something right if <laughs> you are ruffling feathers because that means that you're doing something new. You're it, doing something you might different. even be
0: standing up for yourself.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's ruffle more feathers. Yep. And the last one, number nine, are you willing to take up space unapologetically?
0: Claim yourself. Stand up tall.
1: Yeah. You know. Be willing to be seen. Mm-hmm. You know. Be willing to believe in yourself. Be willing to say yes to the opportunity, even even when it doesn't. Even though it feels so big. Like, yeah. Just unapologetically, like, I'm out here. We're doing I'm this. Good enough
0: to, I'm good enough to do this. I'm good enough to get on stage. I'm yeah. good enough to throw a show. Nobody, nobody told me I had to. You just wake up one day and go...
1: You're taking up space. I, I'm going
0: to do it. Yeah. You know, like, move over, world. Like, I, you know what? I'm, I'm meant to be here. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah, that's, a, that's one difficult one that a lot of people just never quite want to. Because, again, do we want to ruffle feathers? Not really. We want to be nice to everybody. But then again... Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
1: Someone new is coming Exactly.
0: Exactly. And if anything, I stimulated, you stimulate the environment to s- create somebody's new projects. They hear your stuff. they like, oh, wait, shit, that's really good. Mm-hmm. And then also, I lost the point. It's gone. You guys don't get to see it. And it's gone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, all of it. All of it relates to being authentic and being true to yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you are that... The right people will come to you. The right collaborations, exactly. The right opportunities. So,
0: it's yeah. almost, and then also maybe not forcing it, but just like being in an essence of allowing. Because as you're mm-hmm. you're sitting in your own authentic self, you're not really encouraged to force anything. It just kind of like yeah,
1: right to magnetizes you. to mm-hmm. you. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So, well, I think that wraps up really well. Where from where I think that did you have anything else you wanted to to say, or uh, you know, throw out your hashtags and like throw that promotions <laughs> out there.
1: I feel complete. Yeah. yeah, you got my Instagram, my upcoming shows, and hell yeah, what I'm about, what you're about, mm-hmm. what we're about.
0: Okay, one more time. Instagram.
1: Instagram is right at here. at Mishi. music At Mishi Music.
0: All of it, Mishi Music. Don't Sound forget cloud, it.
1: Mishi Music. All right. TikTok. Mishi Music. <laughs> there it is.
0: <laughs> you can find all of it on a link tree or something. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. And uh, just for you folks at home, we wanted to say get well soon, Daniel. He's feeling a little scratchy in the throat. So like we're kind of replacing it over on this side, trying something new. So <laughs> let us know what you think. We're gonna you know, we love, we love all you guys at home and we want to send him best wishes. He's behind the other side of the camera. So like not entirely out of it, but like, you know, keeping his voice a little secure. So, you know, send some love his way as well. So we appreciate everybody. And uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your evening, day, whatever, have use. We'll see you next time.
1: Thank you. All right.
0: Bye-bye. Bye.
1: It was great. Yeah, I like that. That was there That was a lot of
0: fun.